On this day, says the Lord of hosts, I come with a plan to promote and place you into a position to receive revelation knowledge with understanding to gain more of what I have to offer you, building you up in your most holy faith. The purpose of promotion is that you will abound in my love to reveal my kingdom in the earth to the lives of humanity. This promotion will inspire you to place aside your own agendas, your own plans, to take the plans I, the Lord, have for you. My plans for you is to know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. To prosper you in every area of your lives. And to reap from my throne room of glory all that heaven has to offer you, my beloved. In this promotion, you will gain hindsight to the development of what I'm about to release in the earth through a demonstration of unconditional love towards humanity. The same unconditional love that was given to you revealed to you through the life of my beloved Jesus. Here's my promise to you today. As a spirit, says the spirit of the living God. As you incline your ears to my voice, adhere. Abide in my precepts and commands. Separate yourselves in those seasons of intimacy with me. Seek first my kingdom and its righteousness to fully understand the plans and the purposes I have for you. When you do, you will experience an acceleration for the release of the gifts of the Holy Spirit networked with the fruit of the Spirit that I have invested into you. Run this race that I have set before you, says God. And run it well with excellence, gaining the knowledge with understanding to obtain all that belongs to you as an heir of mine and a joint heir with my beloved son, Jesus, says the Spirit of the living God. Can you receive that tonight? Come on. Can you receive that in the house tonight? All right. I don't know how far we're going to get in this. Because anybody else? I see waves here. I see waves of the Holy Spirit in here. So we may have to jump on one of those waves and just kind of ride it out. Let's see what's going to go on. All right. So tonight we want to talk to you about renovation. And I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was reading a book and, and doing a study. And this word, have you ever been like you'll read a book or you'll read something? And as you're reading, that one word will just, the, the font just kind of like grows in your face. Or the, the Spirit of God will put a spotlight on it. Well, this is what happened with the word renovation. And so as I began to pray over this and, and seek in the heart of the Father, this is what he downloaded. So are you ready from this? Now, remember, this is not from Brother Michael. This is from Abba. This is from our Heavenly Father. All right? Renovation. 
It's also considered or a remodeling. Now, you, I'm going to ask you to get, get the mind of God. We have the mind of God. Use the mind of God when you hear this because it's going to bring us into, we're going to have to really go into a curve and come into alignment to the, to the end of this message. All right? Are we good? Renovation, also called, <coughs> excuse me, called remodeling, is a process of improving broken, damaged, or out, out dated structures. <clears throat> Can I get some water, somebody? Thank you. <coughs> Thank you, Pastor Renato. Love you, man. Additionally, renovation <clears throat> can refer to, making, refer to making something new or bringing something back to life. We see that in our born-again experience. A renovation takes place. Amen. The entitlement of a promise is guaranteed through a covenant made between man and God himself. You're the best, man. Thank you so much. Let me back up. The entitlement of a promise is guaranteed through a covenant made between man and God himself. To become born again by the Holy Spirit gives the believer, watch this, hear this, gives the believer the promise of a new life in the physical realm and life eternal in the spiritual realm. I was just, this was so good today. Oh my God. A physical life to live in the abundance of God's provision and to live, to abide and to flourish, come on somebody, to flourish in the abundance of God and all that he has, has provided for us. <clears throat> Eternal life is a life to live <clears throat> in the presence of the one who created you, saints. It is God's eternal love in glory that is unconditional. It is God's eternal love in mercy and grace that is unlimited. Saints, God's eternal love, <clears throat> pray for Brother Michael. God's eternal love offers provision because what is given from God, every believer has got to hear this. You must understand this, that there is no lack, saints. There is no lack from God and what heaven has to offer them through him. Renovation Restoration, the repairs, the reconstruction is a process. And we find that, as we've talked before, that all truth is parallel. Things are, have similarity. They have comparable. Uh, uh, they're comparable. And um, they are much the same, both in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm. Let me give you an example here. Uh, in, in, as God was bringing this forward here, I thought, Lord, how are we going to do this? Because there's, uh, there's so much to pull from. And what God's been doing, we've been condensing the messages here because uh, there's been more release of prophetic words being given to the individuals that are coming in. And we need to keep the lines going and people coming in to receive what God has for them. But he gave this example. It would be in similar in the natural realm for the rebuilding of the walls around Jerusalem. And if you go to the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, 
These two men came together to build the people of God. Watch this. You, you've got to read both, both books here. To build the people of God spiritually, their souls. Somebody say their souls. And morally, their attitudes. Say attitudes. So that through renovation, not only would the walls of the temple would be restored and preserved, so would the lives of God's beloved. The Bible says that when we become born again, our temples now become the residence of Holy Spirit himself. Now, you've heard me speak on this before. This is so incredible, and it just, I can't comprehend, but I know it's true. That God, who is almighty, amen, when we become born again, God, Elohim, El Elyon, come on, Yah, Yahweh, Jehovah, the names go on and on like we sang tonight. God's love for us is so great. <laughs> Here we go. That God takes a little part of himself and puts it in to those who call upon his name. That's love unconditional. Come on. The uncreated one himself takes a little piece of a part of himself and places it into every child of God who calls upon his name. And at that moment, the Bible tells us that you become the temple. You become a building created by God to where the Holy Spirit himself lives in you. See, when I go to different churches and I go to different ministries or conferences, I'm never concerned about the Holy Spirit showing up because I bring him with me. Amen. Come on, guys. Amen. Come on, ladies. Everywhere you go, you take Holy Spirit with you. Amen? First Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says this. What is the question? Know you, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you? which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with the price. Hallelujah. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I'm going to put this in your hearts tonight. As a believer right now, you are, it is confirmed, acknowledged by Yahweh himself, that you are his temple. You are a temple in whom God dwells. A temple that belongs to Him. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So tonight we want to break this down real quick and then we'll get you up here to, to put oil all over you and pray, pray the heart of the Father into you. We want to break this down to, and, and show you the phases and the process of renovation. Somebody say renovation. renovation. This is another one of those words God gives to me and I'm thinking, where are we going to go with this? But God, saints, God is so faithful. 
And this, I just want to release this also to you. When God puts you on an assignment and he tells you to do something, no matter how odd, how peculiar, or how unrealistic it may seem, just simply go. And he'll back you up 110% every time. So tonight we're talking about a renovation that only God can do when a believer begins to surrender to him, asking him for his perfect will to be done in their lives. And often, how many times have each one of you, and those of you online also, have said, praise the Lord, I want to know your will for my life. And then sometimes you just kind of wait and you don't get an answer right away, but eventually God will talk to you about something. If we can go to the screen, guys, bring up Isaiah 28.10. And this is the foundation for this, this concept of renovation. Because it's so important, important to, to understand that when God gives us the ability to operate with the gifts of the Spirit, to speak as He would ask us to speak, you know, we begin speaking as a child, but the more we speak, the more we do it, the more we mature. We speak better, we begin to enunciate, the gifts of the Spirit, we operate in them. They become, uh, uh, become operating in a cycle of development where you see an increase in the development. And then also, as we reach out and do the things that God has asked, asks us to do, the Holy Spirit begins to produce the fruit of who He is in our lives. The love, the mercy, the grace. Come on. The peace, the joy. This is a hard one for a lot of us. Self-control. Come on. Amen. But there's a, there's a, a process that God takes us through, and it's something that's it's a daily work. And I, I don't want to go into the building of the temple. That, that's a, do some homework. But here's the foundation today, today's uh, word on renovation. God's speaking to the children of Israel, and you'll find in this portion of Scripture, but as you go further down the road, there's another application, but I want to say it with this application today because the other application is a little bit different. Isaiah 28.10, God says, For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Precept is to charge, is to set in order to make a rule upon a rule here a little and there a little. And this is what God's word says. When someone becomes born again, a renovation, somebody say renovation. God wants us to, this, this renovation to resonate within our spirit. A renovation begins in the inner man of that believer. A rebuilding, come on, a rebuilding and a redevelopment begins to take place. A metamorphosis or a transformation begins to take place and a renovation begins. They begin to become, excuse me, the believer then becomes someone new. And we see the characteristics or the character, the personality, their disposition begins to, uh, begins to change. Come on, you're not who you used to be. You're not what you're going to be. But thank God you're not what you were. Come on. 
God's integrity begins to develop him in them. The, the moral, uh, the moral uh, characteristics of Christ, the, the ethical approach to life in general becomes to, uh, becomes to manifest in the lives. And all of a sudden, you begin doing things that you didn't do before. Come on. But the cool thing is, you stop doing what you used to do. Okay, we got your attention tonight. The old, the former things of the actions and attitudes of the past begin to diminish. Can I get a witness from just somebody in the house? And new actions and attitudes begin to develop. A new likeness, new character begins to emerge in the likeness of the one who created them. Somebody say renovation. So I want to break this down, uh, renovation process, uh, to break it down in these phases. Can I have your undivided attention? This is where we need to ask the Holy Spirit to, to keep our, our, our mind on what he's saying here. At the beginning of a renovation, a project is initiated. There's a hiring of construction teams. And then a communication begins between everybody. Then it comes to the conditioning uh, or the analysis of what needs to take place. In the analysis, identity uh, and any major issues with the projects that could affect the work that is, needs to be done. Then the finalizing of the design, making sure the design is what the client wants. Then the construction begins. Structural repairs. And then the finalization of the project, verifying that the project and expectations were met. So we, we're moving into this tonight to understand that in the renovation, when we become born again, there's a continual change going on in our lives, in our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. And the purpose for the renovation within the soul is so it will come into alignment with the spirit of God or the spirit man that is in us. And the Bible says the spirit man the soul will wage war against the spirit man. But in this renovation, as we seek God out, he'll bring us into the alignment. He'll bring our, our spirit man into alignment with our soul, our will, our mind, and our emotions. And when those two come into alignment, then our body will come into alignment with those two. Amen? And then we're able to function and operate according to the word of God. On the day of a person's confession, asking Jesus to forgive them of their sins and asking Jesus to come into the heart to become Lord of their lives, immediately a metamorphosis, a transformation, the renovation begins in the soul, in the will, the mind, and the emotions of the believer. Now watch, this is so cool. This is where Holy Spirit comes in. He literally is given, you're giving an assignment to him, and he comes in and he begins to do something. It begins to bring an understanding. 
whether you received Christ at three years old or, you know, 68 or whatever down the road, the Holy Spirit is there to bring a change, all right? The project for the work of their salvation begins. The condition of their soul is now being analyzed of what needs to be done. Making sure the design is what the client wants and the construction for the structural repair begins. The project is finalized. I'll give you an example. God's plan for the renovation of his church and her redemption has already been put into action. On the day, come on, saints. On the day, even before, it was already planned by God. Even before God said, let there be light. God had a plan for the redemption of his creation. The fulfillment for the salvation of humanity through the life of his only begotten son, Jesus. I'm going to go back to Isaiah 28.10. Let's get this back in our spirit. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here and a little there. We want to support this again. Precept is to charge, to set an order, to bring a rule. Amen? So, we see that as we read the scriptures, we through, see through the scriptures how God's perfect plan of salvation for the redemption of humanity is in order. It's now, it's been constructed, it's been discussed. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit said, okay, this is what we need to do to remain, to redeem humanity. So let's follow our plan. We've analyzed this, and this is what we know what to do. Are you all looking at me like, what? Yeah. It's, it gets better, saints. God's plan for the completion of salvation is revealed in Scripture to the life of Jesus. Now, we tell you, every time God gives us a word, He'll back it up. He'll back it up with His own word. Amen? His birth. Okay, let me back that. God's plan for the completion of salvation is revealed in scriptures through the life of Jesus. His birth in Luke 1, 14 and Luke 2, 12. His ministry in Matthew 4. His crucifixion in Matthew 27. His death, Matthew 27, 50. His burial, Matthew 14, 12. His resurrection. Somebody say, thank God for resurrection. His resurrection, Mark 16, 6. His ascension, Acts 1-9. But he doesn't stop there. Because the Bible tells us in Acts 1-11 that we wait for his glorious return. For a believer, the Bible says that we are to work out our own salvation. And the Apostle Paul, speaking to the church of Philippi, tells the brethren that even when he is not with them, that it is up to them to work out their own salvation. Come on. It's a daily process. All of us are going through a daily process to work out our salvation. And that salvation will not be complete until we step into glory. There's also a process of working out our own deliverance. Working through the healings in our physical bodies, in our minds. It's a daily process. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real transparent with you today. 
I didn't ask my wife, Yvonne, but uh, I'm sure she'll say, okay. Pray for me. So let's go to the screens, guys. Uh, Philippians 2.12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but how much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Then there's a whole explanation of what the, that scripture talks about in fear and trembling, but we're not going to go there tonight. And by the same manner, the same way the believer is to work out their deliverance, healing for the renovation, the repair, the redevelopment, the reconstructions of their souls. Amen. And I'm going to break on this right now because I, I and I'm not boasting. You, you know, Brother Mark, I'm not boasting. I can feel the kabod. I can feel the weight, the glory of God on my, on my hands tonight. Somebody want to receive that tonight? Come on, you want, lift your hands for heaven. Just ask them, Lord. Let me feel. Let me have the weight. Release your kabod on me. On my hands. And I just, for, for me, I describe it. It's, it's like I'm carrying um, very large, not a bowling balls, but um, pool. Pool table ball. What are they? Billiards. They're, they're like very large billiards. I can feel the weight. Uh, this happens often during the services here, and I, and I, I just, I, I know that God's going to do something powerful here tonight. All right. So how? By the reading and the studying of the Word of God. Come on. Through prayer and fasting. And this is something God has been prophesying to us for the last three and a half years. And I'm not going to stop until He asks me to stop. But this concept of getting alone with God. Sessions of intimacy. Come on, you want to know God? You want to know that you know that you know that you know God? Intimacy. Separating yourself. Remove any distractions that would try to interfere with your time of prayer and fasting with God. Amen? Taking sessions of intimacy to be alone with God so that He can show you what needs to be eliminated. Oh, I just, come on, Jesus. Removed from the soul, those hidden issues of life, the traumas, the shock, the pain, the anguish, the grief, and the hurt, the wounds that are tucked away deep in the soul uh, 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 that the natural eye cannot see. God made this available to every believer through the life of his son. It's available to us, saints. Tonight, the Father of glory and the... And his beloved son Jesus has prepared a special anointing in this sanctuary for renovation of the soul, our will, our mind, and our emotions. Now, you see, usually we have that red bottle up here. This particular, this is the um, bomb, was the bomb of Gilead for healing. That's what we're going to use tonight. Renovation will come as you surrender. And again, we hear these terms being thrown out, the Christian uh, cliches here, terms that are going out. But I, I want to encourage you tonight, when you hear these words, once it resonates within your sphere, man, go home. Do some homework. Study. Find out what the, the word the surrender means and then look it up in the Bible. And watch what God will offer you. He'll offer you revelation knowledge. Sarabrokovas. 
Sarabaka. Renovation will come as you surrender your willing, your will to ask the Holy Spirit to expose the hidden traumas, the hurts, the disappointments, the wounds that have prevented you from advancing to be promoted into the abundance of what Jesus has provided. This is what goes back to the, uh, what Paul was saying. Even though Paul wasn't uh, with the, the people at Philippi anymore, there was an expectancy from them or from him that they would get alone with God. Come on, seek him out. Help, help me. Paul was gone. And there's to help me to work out this salvation. Help me to work out the deliverance. Help me to work out the healing in my life. So, can I be, can I be honest with you? And this is what I'm talking about, talking about uh, with, uh, to you about uh, my, my wife, Apostle Yvonne. And so, this year, September 15th, we will be married 33 years. That, that only God can do that. Amen. And so, you know, during our life, we raised our two boys. We have two, two beautiful boys and two beautiful grandsons, two just delightful uh, daughter-in-laws. But in, the, in those, that period of time in the raising kids, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in, in your life, right? And, you know, as you're raising your kids, you, you, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I would get angry and it was not good. Uh, a lot of my responses, my postures in the home with the boys as they were growing up were not good. And so it has an effect upon our lives. And, and you know, you think back to, to why I thought back to why would I react like that? Why would, why would I get angry? Why would I get disappointed? Why would I, I, I yell and, and I would throw things and, and they would get broken? I'm being honest with you. This is after being in the ministry. And so... What Yvonne and I wanted to do, we were finding that our communication between each other was getting less and less. We were having a challenge to be able to sit down and just have a conversation and discuss life and discuss things going on in our personal lives and, and in the family. So the Spirit of God got a hold of me, and I said, sweetie, we need to, we need to get some professional help. We need to... In order for us to maintain our marriage and keep our household intact and run the ministry, we need to get professional help. So we stepped into this about two years ago and doing some marriage uh, counseling with them, uh, a personal um, a life coach. And it's been amazing, things. It's been absolutely incredible. Our lives have changed. See, a renovation has taken place. And it had to start in our soul, our will, our mind, and our emotions. Amen. And so we were, we were discussing this, and I, I told my wife, I said, you know, I need a one-on-one. -on -one. I need to be able to, to go to somebody who is trained in these areas and um, go through the process of deliverance in my soul. Amen. And so for the last 10 months, I've been with a, uh, an individual who's been so... Wow. Yeah. 
I didn't know this was going to happen. Praise God. I've been so instrumental to take me through deliverance by targeting the, targeting the things, the traumas, the issues, and the things that I went through as a little baby growing up. God starts, we start praying. God starts revealing these things, pulling stuff up, actually taking me back to the corridors of time. God can do that. Come on, God can do that. Taking me back to the core of this time and see where the rejection, the abandonment, the neglect, and, and all the, uh, the stuff that was going on growing up as a little boy, becoming a teen, teenager and a young man. And how those situations had had such an effect upon my life that when similar things would come up that would trigger those emotions, I would begin to react in the same manner. But see, through this process of renovation in the soul, through prayer, through fasting, doing the, the exercises that I was told to do, a tremendous deliverance has taken place. Even, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking, I appreciate it, I'm not asking for that, I'm just saying is that, and it, the reflection comes in the fruit you begin to bear, they're different, they're fruitful, they have flavor, they're tasteful, they, they're refreshing. So, when your wife, who you've been married to for 33 years, comes and tells you, what's going on? You're different. I just say Jesus. It's, it's, it's Jesus. Not only has God put a, a greater love in my heart. For my wife. The stuff that's coming up, the stuff that's being removed, has put a greater love in my heart for Jesus. Woo! I didn't think this was going to happen. Oh my God, it's okay. We're good. Ah. Saints, the purpose for renovation in the soul. It's to remove the junk. Oh, God, somebody. And some of you that I've talked to, you know what I'm talking about. We've discussed that. Uh, it's to remove the junk. The garbage. The debris. That has absolutely nothing to benefit your life for the kingdom of God. Come on. And if you want it gone, God will take it out. See, they've got to be removed to give opportunity for renovation. Reconstruction for a better, stronger you. Tonight we prepared a special oil I showed you to anoint you for the renovation in your life so that it begins tonight. Again, Isaiah 28. Stay with us on this. Come on. So it begins tonight. It's going to begin tonight. My God, I feel the fire of God. It begins tonight, but it's a daily process, saints. Get it in your spirit because even in, as God takes you precept upon precept, line upon line, you're going to have interference here. And you're going to have interference coming in here. You're going to have interference coming up here. Amen? Coming in here. But we want to encourage you tonight, no matter what it is, stand. Take the precept 
upon precept. Step up to the line upon line. Amen. And be prepared to receive what the Holy Spirit has for you. I'm going to give you a key. And ready to wear a spiritual keychain? I got to get another one because this one's full. The more time you take to be alone with God for renovation in your soul, the quicker the deliverance. The quicker the healing, the quicker the restoration, the repair, the overhaul in your soul. Listen, tonight's anointing is for an intervention by the Holy Spirit that will begin to reconstruct and bring an improvement to everything God is asking you to do for yourselves, for your spouse, for your children, for your family, everything to the stranger. That may cross, uh, come across your path. And this is just a heads up. Just, just a heads up. That family member you've been praying for is going to be saved. So if you're having challenges from taking this line upon line, one of the many Reasons God has birthed Genesis Uproom Churches of Apostolic and Prophetic Ministry. So that if you're having challenges, come here. Come and allow us to work with you and through you. Through the messages from the heart of the Father. Through the impartation by the laying on of hands. And I know there's still many churches out there. They don't, they don't dig it. They don't go for it. They, they think it's... They don't believe it's from God. If you're having challenges from taking this precept upon precept, come to us. And through the release of the word of knowledge or prophetic word, God will inspire you. Amen. Through PMI or personally ministry appointments to our Facebook page. We're going to be setting this up. And we have a couple of individuals outside of the ministry here who are going to work with us. To make those personal ministry appointments available to you. We can't, we can't carry it all. Amen. Saints, tonight is your choice. It's up to you. It's your choice to take your first step for renovation in your soul. Brother Michael, I don't need it. I've been in ministry. God uses me, blah, blah, blah. Really? If that's what you're thinking, stay a little bit after the the service here and I'll talk to you a little while angels are here To assist in the renovation to get you started here tonight. Holy Spirit is here to assist for the renovation to get started tonight. Amen. So we release this as a celestial sound. A sure word from the heart. 
from the heart of the Father of glory. I see his breath in here. You know, and since we say these things not to boast in ourselves, we boast in Jesus Christ and him crucified. But this is one of the attributes. This is one of the gifts that God does, gives us that the closer we get to him, the more we become intimate with him. There's, there's a place where the Holy Spirit will come in and begin to let you see through the lens of the Holy Spirit. You begin to see beyond the natural realm and you can see in the realm of the Spirit. And so often on these Monday night services and tonight, I see a glory cloud in here. I see the as the breath of as, as the, the breath as a glory glory cloud in this house. That makes sense? Yes. Saints, God's desire for every son and daughter of his is that the image that he's created them in, the same image of his beloved son, so that their spirit man and their soul would become, excuse me, would come into perfect alignment to make way for his authority and power and anointing to function and to operate in them and through them as it is in Jesus. And I say is because it's present tense. I say is because he is alive. We read the Bible and we think, oh yeah, it was in the past. No, he's past, present, and he's future. Amen. Amen? So in him and through them as it is in Jesus, revealing his kingdom Revealing his kingdom in the earth. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop. It's okay. It's okay. Let it go. Those of you online, join us at home. As the Spirit of God is, I'm waiting on the Lord that's for this. Waiting on this pause right now. For this move, this, these waves. The glory clouds releasing. I see it falling. I see the glory. I see it coming down like silver and gold. An angel on my right side, your left. An angel on my left side, your right, standing up against the wall. And if you can see this in the spirit, their height is, is taller than the, the ceiling of this of this uh, room and their wing spread extends from from the curtains to the back wall there they're mighty they're mighty in the house so we're going to set this up here today and we're gonna, I'm going to have you get in line in just a minute. And no, no, please, no pushing and shoving. This is reverencing the Holy Spirit. We'll have the, um, 
the container over here for your tithes and offerings. As God is leading, you can put those in there. And we'll be praying for those after the service. So right now, with your permission, I'm going to move on this. And if you say no, I'll do it anyway. And I don't know who this is for, but I see a couple of God's handmaidens here. And you've been asking God to... You've been asking God to cause the conception or a conception in your spiritual womb so that you can birth the ministry that you know he's called you to. I'm not going to look. We're not going to point. This is between you and Yahweh right now. This is one of those moments of intimacy. And if that's you and you know it's you, simply place your hands upon your your, your, your abdomen, not your stomach, your abdomen. Actually, it would be the, it would, it would be the stomach. Sorry, my apologies. I'm thinking abdomen, spiritual man. So um, in, in your, your physical belly there, or your stomach. And ask God to begin the conception to take place. This is lining up to what God was talking about here as a renovation within the soul. It's a word of knowledge for some of you. There's those areas in your soul, your your will, your mind, and your emotions that have been so suppressed. The enemy has taken the taken an advantage of you by suppressing and hiding those things that are still affecting your life today and if not taken care of will have an effect on your future so tonight i release this word from the heart of the father he's here as we sang the song and God revealed, he's here as Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. And again, the, the, the primary scripture that we use today was line upon line, precept upon precept. And again, not to put the focus on myself, I'm still going through these sessions because I know there's more garbage, more junk, more debris that needs to be removed so that the renovation, come on, the renovation within my soul will have its complete work. I don't want a half work. I don't want a three-quarter work. I want a complete work. Because I know the more, more work he does in my soul, the better I will be for building his kingdom in the earth, touching the lives. Ah, God help me. Whoo. Ah. ministering to the hearts of humanity so we're going to do this here tonight for those of you that are in line we're going to my God we're going to close this down 
And I simply ask you to consider revisiting this or reviewing this message on uh, renovation for kingdom living. And then get along with God and and allow him to to go through you, sift through you. Ask him to get into those places where I don't care how skilled the psychiatrists are, how educated, how skilled the the psychologists are, how how educated. I I, I just tell you, no no one can get into your heart or into your soul the way that Jesus can. So we just release this to you tonight. And... um, I pray that you receive an impartation. We're going to have an altar call here in just a minute. But, uh, you know, let's just, let's just be generous. Let's just stay in line. Come on. Let's just stay in line. So those of you that are, are home watching, you can step into this as well. So as this word has been, has been released tonight, I'm going to ask you to come up. In just a minute, I'm going to ask you to come up. Come up real, real gently. Just come up, stand shoulder to shoulder. And I'm going to come along and I'm going to anoint you. You received a prophetic word. God may speak into you. He may not. Uh, a manifestation of, uh, of something that isn't in, that needs to come out uh, will come out. And, and I place this before you today because it's something that God had revealed to me. I, I went and saw that movie come out in Jesus' name. I went to four showings. And each time I learned something new and I'm watching that. And then I'm seeing uh, through social media all the... Um, uh, the conferences and, and the, the people uh, going uh, going to uh, places to get delivered and, and those things. And I get it. I, I support that uh, 1,000%. And so I'm watching this, and then what comes to mind, so what happens after the excitement? What happens when everybody who's there for the day or for a couple of days, and they go home? Once they experience the power of God and they receive salvation or they receive healing or they receive deliverance, what happens then? Where do they go? This is why God has raised up this ministry and other ministries like this that operate in the prophetic. Because again, it's a, pro- it's a process. So we're here to minister to you as the Spirit of God would lead us to minister to you. Amen. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for your heart. (sighs) You're showing us your heart towards us to bring forth renovation within our souls. I speak for myself, Abba. I can't speak for those who are here. But today I surrender. I give you permission, Holy Spirit, come in. Go into the the rooms, go into the cubby holes, go into the cracks in the premises where those spirits, those unclean things have found residence and reveal them so that they can make so that they can be removed, making way for this renovation. For greater capacity. of a living quarter for the Holy Spirit to live in. If you receive that today, go ahead, give God thanks. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask you to line up. I'm going to ask you to come down this side.